So this is a lifestyle and fandom podcast. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode. Really excited. I'm so excited for today's episode. Um, So we were going to do Spider-Man, but Miss Omicron is going a little crazy right now. So theaters, you know, not the best. So um, we're still going to wait because Sandy hasn't seen it yet. And I honestly, I need to rewatch it at this point. It's been like three weeks for me. And I'm like, I need to, not that I remember everything that happened, but I need to be refreshed. No, I need to be like triple masked, covered in Purell in my own seat. Like I, the 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 lights on my hand. I mean, really, they're so full. And then the only rows are like the front row. So I'm going to be like getting like a neck brace with like, it just no well we need to like wait a little bit give everybody a chance to see it then i can go see it in the theater at like 12 p.m in the middle of lunchtime (laughs) yeah just so i can like not be worried that i'm gonna go home and give everybody the rona so yeah i understand that that'll come soon enough yeah we're gonna wait Mm -hmm. on that and anyway that'll give anyone everyone that's listening more time to go see it anyway because it's the same situation with a lunch people right now anyway it was so hard to get tickets to begin with um but i will say i loved it just so you guys know my opinion it was the best movie ever and i'm very excited that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> i'm gonna I say. love that um can't give it away can't give it away you know um but today we're actually gonna go back on the episode we just did um right before my disney tips episode which i hope you guys liked it um i can keep doing that series for you guys too but we're gonna go back to our last episode where we're talking about uh, movies we've just seen and because Encanto just went on Disney Plus, Sandy was able to see it, and I was able to rewatch yeah. it, and I, I changed my opinion a lot when I rewatched it. Well, okay, listen, no, everybody. I, I watched. Jen is telling me, "Yo, this movie's bad. Don't watch it. This shit is nasty. Like, don't. It's not even worth it." And I, I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna watch it." And then, like, I was like, hmm, "I'll give it a chance. I'm bored. Let's just let's just see how bad it is." And I texted her and I said what what was the problem let me what what I'm very confused tell me what was wrong with it because I I'm in the middle of this movie and I fucking love it and so we got into a huge conversation about like the different parts of the movie and then she rewatched it and now now we're like yeah she's from like absolutely hating it and telling everyone not to watch it to I wasn't people not to watch it though. I was telling people I saw, like in person, I was like, go watch yeah. it. I want to know your opinion. I was like, this is great mm-hmm. for kids. I knew immediately it was great for kids. Like, in terms yeah. of like, they're going to love it. But like, yeah, I just, I think I was a, a little bit too harsh. And I think I went in with more of a negative lens because of my opinions and thoughts on them and well. So I yeah. think when I was watching it, I kind of like was critiquing it a lot on different things. And I was critiquing the music a lot. And I was just critiquing like the, um, like, I don't know how to explain it. I was just critiquing it as a movie. Like, I want to say as a movie, but that sounds weird. Like, I, I wasn't necessarily deep diving into it when I first watched it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I think it's it's good that I, I rewatched it because of that. Because I gave it a second chance, basically. And I was able to, to see. Because I always knew there was, like, some good in it. And I, there was some stuff that I said that I really did like. So yeah. I, I'm glad I was able to, to rewatch it at least to be able to see that. And I saw a movie, I'm like, I'm telling people to, like, I want to get people's opinions on. And that's why I put it on my Instagram as well to see people's opinions. Because mm-hmm. honestly, like, I feel like I, I want to know what people think about it. And my TikTok is going freaking crazy right now. Every, and I even, I wasn't even looking it up. Like my whole feed was just Encanto, Encanto, Encanto. And it wasn't even like me purposely doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, is this Spider-Man No Way Home? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, it's a really good film I mean like it's not again this is I always say this for every time we watch a Disney movie or a Pixar movie it's not meant for us so we can't I can't critique it as an adult because it's not meant for me so I can't be like oh which I think is what I was doing yeah you know what I mean like it's for kids and it has to be like palatable enough for a child now it doesn't have to be like dumbed down to the point where like you know, two-year-olds can watch it because no, but yeah, um, we have to like look at it as if we were parents. Be like, do we like this? Would we want our kids to watch it? Is it does it give good messages and things like that? Yeah. Um, and I thought it did a really, really good job, um, especially if you're Latino or Latinx or however you identify within that 
Spanish realm, I felt like everybody, and not even just Spanish people, but anybody who has some kind of crazy ass family can really watch it and be like, yeah, <laughs> sounds right. Well, for anyone who has not watched it, basically the summary of the movie before we get into like spoilers, so you can like cut and then, you know, go watch it and then come back is mm-hmm. um it's following me Beta. she's in her house with the magigals as her family they all have a magical power but she doesn't um they live in a magical casita that also has powers and the short synopsis is she, she doesn't have a power but the casita is falling apart and she has to figure out and save the family that's the short very short version of the story so it's yes. on disney plus you can go watch it for free uh, on disney plus if you have disney plus if not borrow from a friend and let us know what you guys think because we're really really wondering what everyone's thoughts and opinions of it is after they see it anyway yeah. now we're, we're going to go into the spell of you know talking about the movie and spoiling it so obviously if you haven't seen it come back but now like we'll, we can go more into depth and break it down the first song i loved mm-hmm. like i was hooked on that first song when it began um yeah. animation this movie is obviously amazing and beautiful but like that's something yeah, not that i necessarily expect but like that's not something that never like you know, it's great. I love when that happens because Disney is animation. They should be good at it. If they're not, then I would be really questioning them. So yeah. animation was beautiful. The colors were beautiful. The best aspect, not the best aspect, one of the aspects I did like when I first watched it as well was the fact that um, everyone had different shades of colors. And that was like, a yes. you know, when do you ever see that in a freaking Disney movie? So like, mm-hmm. that was amazing for me to see. And I just felt like the first song really set it up and it was like a great way to introduce family, introduce Mia Bella and that really liked and it was interesting because I obviously the cast is very well known like everyone that's cast yeah. in it is very well known art people so for mm-hmm. me they at are. first I was like I actually was really happy because I didn't hear her like as like it was it wasn't like her as an actor as her like as the character and you know yeah. I'm always critiquing that like that's always a big thing for me it's like if, if I can hear that it's you and I just like if, if even if I hear that it's you and you're not acting enough to make me believe that it's a character if I feel like yeah. I'm just listening to you as the actor then I get upset, but I was really, really happy about that. And I also was happy with um, John Leguizamo, right? Yeah, John, mm-hmm. John Leguizamo with Bruno, because I also felt like obviously his voice is so well known, but he was really yeah. great at Bruno that it, none of them, all the casting, I thought their, their voices, they did a really well job acting wise. And this is like the first movie about any kind of Latinx family that has multiple colors. Like even in Coco, Coco is everybody is the same shade of brown yeah there's really it's like brown or lighter and that was a critique yeah so that was like a critique that a lot of people gave for that movie yeah because like yes it was a mexican american mexican themed movie but mexico is so diverse and like there's a lot of like Spain mexican and there's the indigenous mexicans there's the black mexicans like there's so many different kinds of people and they picked one specific, almost stereotypical shade. kind of shape. Yeah. So I was, it was really great to not even see just Afro, Latino, Latinx people in the movie for Encanto, but also seeing like, like Tia Pepa was white with red and hair. And Luisa too. Yeah. It was really nice. Well, Luisa, Luisa is what? She's almost pretty typical for what you would see. If you're thinking of like your like stereotypical Latina girl, she has like the lightish brown skin, brown hair. Even if she was more muscular, she was muscular to represent what her power was. Yeah. So like, but her shade and her like the shade of her hair, her skin tone wasn't like new. But like seeing Befa with like white skin and red hair and still having her accent and still, you know, being a part of the family and then seeing Antonio having like curly, curly, curly hair and black skin is great because you get the whole range of what um, our culture really is, which is just everything. Nobody is the same. Which I really love. That was the favorite part. Mm -hmm. That is something that's very much needed, especially for kids watching. Yeah. That's something that's great what what are your thoughts uh I thought it was I I thought it just did a really great job of showcasing how 
a Latino, Latinx family navigates all of the expectations, the, um, the tropes that our family has to deal with. You're dealing with like immigration and how like your grandmother expects a certain version of you because she gave up a lot to get you here. Now she's expecting you to do X, Y, and Z. And if you don't do it because you were not her, there's a lot of uh, expectation for all of the next generations to be perfect or as close to perfect and successful as they can be. And if they don't fit that mold of what the grandmother or the great grandmother envisioned for her family, then no matter what they do, the family is just gonna fail. And I think yeah. that was like a great um, theme to explore because every family that I can think of, including my own, we all have like those people in our family that are trying so hard to make things look a certain way on the outside, even if there's like a million problems and, you know, this one hates this one and this one's doing drugs and this one's doing this and this one's doing that. On Facebook, everything looks great. <laughs> Everything's yeah. everyone's happy. Everyone's posing. Everyone's cute. Everyone's hairs are done. Like, everyone's together. Exactly. And I say Facebook because a lot of, at least in my like sphere, um, it's Facebook. Hispanic, Latino people, it's all Facebook. It's <laughs> everything Facebook. is Facebook. It's Facebook. Um, so like, you know, you want, you see all those things of like all these, all your family and the matching pajamas and everybody's like the whole family's together. But in that picture, half of them hate each other. Half of them are fighting. Half of them yeah. are alcoholics. The other half are like doing a lot of bojinche about the other people in the family. Like, and then we're all trying to hide that. And that's what, what Abuela was doing in the movie. She was trying to put out this perception that like, oh, my family are blessed by this miracle, which means that everyone in my family is perfection and we're gonna keep everybody safe and blah, 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 blah. And on the yeah. inside, like Luisa was struggling. Isabel, Isabella was about to marry some man that she didn't even really want to marry because she wanted to do it for the family. Mirabel was being treated like absolute crap. <laughs> and, you know, was being hidden away because she wasn't good enough for the outside family. Bruno yeah. was practically invisible because, you know, he removed himself because he- To protect somebody else in the family. Yeah. But also because Abuela's perception of him was like, you're not, you're giving everything bad to the family. And so he took it upon himself. Yeah. Yeah. Because he thought he was the problem. And to also protect Mirabel, who was also going to be the problem um, from suffering the same fate that he had. Yeah. Literally, he know that Mirabel was going to have her own problems, but, you know, that's all stemming from Abuela and her doing that to her children and then them doing that to their children. Um, so there's a lot of, like, uh, generational trauma, immigration, um, displacement, like, all of it was just really, really uh, well done for a children's movie, I thought. Um, so it really made me happy to watch. And I felt like I could see my whole family um, in that movie. Like I could give everyone a character. Yeah. <laughs> that is you, and that's also you, and that's also you, um, good or bad. Yeah. Um, because that's just, at least in my experience, that's how, Latina grandmas are I know that's how my grandma is she's very much like everybody has to love each other we all have to be like why aren't you doing this when are you getting married where are the babies why aren't you like that's just how she is because that's how she grew up and she did everything by herself at a really young age as most people in her time did and now yeah. she's expecting for all of us to do the, the same world. yeah mm -hmm. so what were your thoughts initial thoughts and then you rewatched oh, it know. i'm like kind of conflicted with this movie now i'm like in the middle because i see all of that like when i'm watching it i do see all of that i think my like my initial thoughts when i watched it i, I think it's good i watched it twice because it's like I, it's like i watched it through a negative lens and i watched it through a positive lens um mm -hmm. it's like my initial thoughts were i, I was tweaking the music a little bit in terms of like i just I hate when things sound so Lin-Manuel-y because it just sounds like he's singing. 
and I don't know I'm just getting really bothered of him but that's my own thoughts of of life that's not really relevant mm-hmm. to the movie people can like that that's my own thoughts of him um yeah. so that doesn't really matter to that but and there were some moments where the songs like started where I was like it felt awkward the way that they started them like Louisa's song it still felt awkward mm-hmm. to me the second time um and same with Isabella's song it still felt awkward to me the way that they started um yeah. and then I had I, I was taking the storyline a little bit because the the way that it was portrayed when advertised and when given, I thought it would be similar, but a little bit different in terms of like, I didn't think that they weren't going to ever leave the house because the trailer and the portray- the marketing and things made it seem like it was just like grand big adventure. And it was just like, it, it confused me a little bit with that. But then when I went into the movie, I obviously I saw what it was. So I mm-hmm. it a little bit with the storyline. It was very predictable of the story, but, and the plot wise, and then, that was my first initial thoughts of it. And then seeing it now, I do see all of that. And I think I saw it when I first watched it. I think I was just like kind of seeing it in a negative lens. I just didn't really care for it or really wanted mm-hmm. to delve into deeper, di- deeper dive with it. Um, but like seeing it now, I, I do, I see all that and I understand all that and I agree with it. I mean, I, I see my own family in a lot of that in those situations. And I see a lot of my extended family with that. And my own family has, it's, own things with our family and how we are family so some of the situations weren't the same just because of how we grew up because of us not being very close and yeah having more of that but my extended family and, and and knowing people in my family that if they watch this film how they would feel made made me excited about that because it I, I want people to have their experiences shown and it's not that some of my experiences weren't in that film like I, I do relate to some of those characters and the things I've been through with my own family um so yeah, I'm I'm excited because it, even though like I see like thematically, like maybe I'm like, okay, maybe they could have sped it up here or maybe they could have changed the plot here or maybe they could have changed the songs here, like the little critiques, it still is mm-hmm. a stepping ground. And that's what's important is that like, even when I was negative critiquing it, I was still happy it existed because the only other movie to exist before this was Coco. And it's like, we yeah. still need more movies to exist. Even if I'm going to critique it, I'm so excited that it exists because I mean, that was like the same argument with it in the Heights when it came out. Like, even though I'm going to critique yeah. it, I'm still happy it exists because it gives a ground to start and it gives a ground to keep going. So no exactly. matter what, like, I'm still going to be happy it exists, even if I'm going to be like, okay, I didn't like how they did this, but I mean, no movie's going to be perfect ever in my eye anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's just it is what it is but yeah I mean now I've taken away I, I take it away more of like it was good I, I was glad to see it again and I'm excited to see what they do in the future and yeah, that's about it that's a ramble and it, yeah. we talked about over text about like the fact that there wasn't as much Spanish in it as yeah. like I think some people were expecting and I looked up a couple of interviews and articles about Coco and tried to because you don't want to ever compare the two movies because you don't want to get into that yeah I'm trying not to to, yeah um because you don't want to know so different not only are they different but like you don't want to now put expectations on what a movie about a Spanish family can be yeah because not every child learns Spanish even if they are Colombian or Peruvian or whatever and how would they feel if they were watching this movie and all of these things were in Spanish and they could understand it, but it's supposed to be a movie that they're supposed to relate to and they can't relate to it. Because yeah. um, that's just not the way that our culture has become. Like our culture is a lot more Spanglish than Spanish. Which I, I will say I am going to keep that critique though, because mm-hmm. even though like I, for example, am someone who doesn't speak Spanish, I grew up with so much Spanglish and so much Spanish around me I still felt like it could have been a little bit more Spanglish like I really do feel like they could have done a little bit more for it just to push it a little Mm. bit more in terms of like yes you you're not going to go up with zero Spanish around you there's still going to be somebody speaking Spanish some Spanglish going on yeah I feel like at least so I feel like it could have been a little bit more especially in the music that's that's what I felt like it could have had a little little bit more because Coco did do that in terms of like the songs were mixed Coco obviously Mm -hmm. did a lot more and I think I think with the, with Coco too, a lot of it was made to like watch in Spanish, a lot of it too. Cause I've heard yeah. that people watch in Spanish and, and I actually had, when we go over the opinions that we received as well from Instagram, there was somebody that said like, I watched in Spanish and she said, watch it in Spanish as well. 
because it mm-hmm. also will change what you think of it. And I think that that's beautiful. And I love that. I love that you can be able to watch a Spanish, watch an English and get whatever you get from it. Yeah. I, I do think that he, they could have put the music a little bit more, just a little bit more for me to have that more involved. Because even the people I was watching it with originally, although my, everyone I went to with was Spanish and they either spoke Spanish or they didn't speak Spanish. They even were like, okay, I, I would have wished it was like just a little bit more. Just, I don't know. For me, that was just me personally watching. I do wish mm-hmm. they pushed it like, a little bit more in terms of the language and what they're speaking and you know and their and their songs a little bit I think mainly the songs for me you know I read an article about um who was involved in the movie for Encanto I was reading like whether Lin-Manuel actually had as much say as we think he did and he really didn't he was the one who made the music so like he wasn't like directing who did what and blah, blah, blah. Like he was given things and then wrote the music, which I thought was so interesting because first of all, you you, you think that Lin-Manuel well is really involved the way that they promoted him, but like- Oh, because they want their money. Yeah, but it was really like a bunch of people at Disney who are Colombian and Puerto Rican and Dominican and they all came together and were like, hey, this is how we feel represented in the film, do X, Y, and Z. And I think that is- uh, a really good testament to how diverse our culture really is because um, the fact that we're expecting more Spanish when the whole movie itself has so much culture in it already, why do we, why do we need more Spanish for it to feel authentic to us? It doesn't have to, that's like saying like, it, or making someone who doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah, maybe you want more Spanish, but why do you want more Spanish? What does that do? What does that add to it if the culture is already uh, established so well in the movie? I think and for it really me, did that connects me about. more. I don't know why. For me, the language connects mm-hmm. me more. Even though I don't even speak the language, it still connects me more. I think it's just just the way that like immediately like it'll. I don't know immediately it just brings me more even though like it could have that and I could be around a group of people who and even now like in my life I'm around a bunch of people even at my job who like like all Spanish like you know you tend to hang out with people who are Spanish because you're Spanish and you feel more comfortable that way and it's just life and that always yeah. happens when you walk into a room even mm-hmm. then I could still be in a group that is fully speaking Spanish or speaking Spanglish and even though I'm not contributing I still feel more connected and maybe that's just the way that I grew up and that was just my experience with it and that's what just just connected me to it so I think that's mm-hmm. why I think it was more of like for me it just connects me a little bit more like I don't know why and maybe that's because my house is so heavily music like my my dad yeah. is a musician like he is this music 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 is like ingrained in my veins even though I don't I don't speak it so for me I don't know that just, just for me it connects it a little bit more mm-hmm. no I mean like I I totally hear you and I'm someone who speaks Spanish not fluently but I speak I speak Spanish. Um, She speaks Spanish, guys. (laughs) uh, And for me, I was, I was not thinking of myself. I was thinking like, you know, I was thinking more of like, if, if I switched this out with another group of people, would the story make sense? And then in that case, did it need more Spanish in order for it to make sense for that family? And I was like, no, it didn't need more Spanish because if you are, for me, like, yes, the the language means a lot, but like the food means a lot, the people, like the physical people mean a lot to me. And this is like my opinion to me. And I mean, like, I know most of my family primarily speak Spanish. A lot of them are New Yorkers. They're all from Brooklyn. They're all from the Bronx and whatever. Um, like, you know, the language is in their veins, but also the culture is in their veins. And I think even when I'm around them and we all speak English, you still feel it. Does that, like, does that make sense? No, it does. And, I understand that too. And so I think I felt that kind of sense of community within the movie that I don't know if it, if it would feel the same if it was like 
a Jamaican family or a French family. Like I don't, I think the storyline, like the core story would probably stay the same, but I think you would have a different feeling of family that only me and you could understand because we experience that within our own culture. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so not that, I mean, obviously I would love it if it had more Spanish in it, but I feel like, uh, I don't, I don't know if that's a big enough critique for me to then like, be like, eh, the movie wasn't that good. And I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but I know that no, I some know. people were like, there's not enough Spanish in it. Therefore, it's not a good enough Spanish movie. And I think it's- ah, Nah, I'm um, not saying that either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. Like, it's, like, it's like great. More of like, it doesn't yeah. necessarily break the line. People are taking it really <laughs> far. Like taking it far. I know like, yeah, well, Coco had Spanish. And it's like, okay, but if we translate Encanto into Spanish, it's all going to work. Like, I'm yeah. sure there's a Spanish version out there for the people I mean, who speak Spanish. You can't watch it on Disney Plus in Spanish, I think. Yeah, so like, I don't, I think if I watch it in, in full Spanish, I don't think it's going to be like a tough translation. Just like Coco is not a tough translation because it's Spanish and English. And there's enough yeah. Spanish in Encanto to make it all flow very nicely. Um, mm. I will and say I, though, and, with yeah, Coco, sorry, now we're talking about Coco. Um, yeah. Andres always told me, like, every time we talk about Coco, he said, like, You have to watch in Spanish. He's like, It changes in Spanish, it changes in Spanish. And then he'll always mm-hmm. say, like, the music, like, I'll put on the songs. I love the songs. And he's like, The songs, it's different in Spanish. He's like, It hits different yeah. in Spanish. You have to do it in Spanish. So I, I've always thought that was interesting. I have to see what his opinions on this movie now. And I want to know what he thinks. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. But like, we don't have to watch it in Spanish to really understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we'd have to really like take the time to watch it fully in Spanish and then go, okay, yeah. Um, but in also in the article, they were saying that uh, a lot of the people who made Encanto were uh, like, it's two white men that made, that directed the movie. And they got a, they brought a bunch of consultants in and it was the same with Encanto, it was two, white men and they brought they didn't bring consultants from the outside they brought consultants from disney which i thought was interesting mm-hmm. um and that's why i thought like maybe that's why it feels i don't want to say more american but do you understand how what I, I, mean by I, I would understand that i thought you were gonna say more yeah. disney to be honest no but, but it feels more like more american it feels more colombian american puerto rican american like i don't know where the coco felt more within Mexico, like as, as if I'm a Mexican. I'm not, but I'm saying like- Well, I mean, that, in terms you're of, right, because that's how the director was. And when they won the yeah. award, he literally said that. Like, it, he's like, this is for Mexico. And like, it's, yeah. I think it's, it was made to two different lenses for that. Exactly. And I think yeah. that's why maybe for some people, it feels like, oh, this doesn't feel as like authentic as Coco did but it's authentic in a different way it's authentic yeah. for a different experience audience yeah yeah I wonder um, how it would have felt if they had taken it out of Colombia and put it like here but with a Spanish family it would make sense with the storyline but I wonder how that would have felt for for the people who are critiquing it you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah very interesting because it, it, I think that the I think it's interesting that they picked Colombia because I could see once I did the research like because I'm not Colombian so I don't know the specific like nuances that are different but I did a lot of research after I watched it just to see like if there were any specific Colombian references. Yeah, what are they saying? Like, I'm I'm wondering that too because when I watched it I didn't and, feel that but I felt it felt more like this is Spanish rather than like yeah this is Colombia but anyway keep going. But that's the thing like me and you aren't Colombian so like for yes. us it's like a, you know what I mean like I had to really dive deep in order to figure it out different yeah yeah and so it was like the clothing like um Arecos con Queso is not exactly specific to Colombia but it's very Colombian um it's a very Colombian thing to eat um if you watch the movie like there's certain things in the background of food but like the I forget which it was in Bon Willows, but it was what Julieta was carrying released, when she. Yeah, they just released it now. It's a uh, Colombian. It's the cheese fritters. Buen, buen, yeah, I don't know how to say this. I, I don't speak it. I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's thing. Boonwillows. Okay, what's Boonwillows? Okay. Yeah. They release the recipe. Um, so if you want to, I, I actually sent it to Rachel. I was like, I think we could do this. But anyway. <laughs> nice. If you want to cook it, Boonwillows are delicious. But I've never had Colombian ones, but Boonwillows are really good. Um, but you know, like all of those, they were like really tiny, tiny nuances in the movie that if you were Colombian, I feel like you could have picked up on it. And I read a lot of reviews of like just mm. regular people reviews and there were a lot of Colombians were like, this was great, this was fantastic. Like, I felt like I was really uh, represented well um, yeah. in the movie. And then I hear other people's opinions who are Puerto Rican or Dominican or Ecuadorian. They're like, yeah, but I didn't really see the specific and it's like, yeah, because so that's what not, I said last week. But yeah, so I'm gonna not, take that back. I apologize, guys. But my coworker was like, Jen. And I was like, bro, tell me. And then he didn't really tell me anything. And I was like, well, tell me. Like, I wanna, I wanna know then. So yeah. I, I am glad to hear that. Like, I do take my opinion back on that because I, I agree. Like in, in our lens, like we didn't see that. We just saw like yeah. Rebel con queso. <laughs> like, exactly. And that's like we're all so different. Like we're all yeah, so different. different. But similar. We all, yeah, we're all, we all speak the same language, but we are so different. From and I think that country. we probably didn't have that lens when we saw Coco because we're so close to Mexico on top of that. And like we're mm-hmm. being involved in a lot of Mexican culture ourselves just because like, we yeah. around, like just where we live. So I think for yeah. us, we didn't really like question, like we didn't, we didn't like, we were like, okay, yeah, this, like we got it. But for us, like, well, we're more know. familiar with it. Yeah. yeah, I think everybody. I think it's different. Everyone has like a basic knowledge, not like a great knowledge, but we all know distinct yeah. Mexican culture versus our own. Where like Colombia is a little bit closer to ours. Like Puerto Rico and Colombia. Like I have a friend Juan, and Juan always talks about how he's Colombian. He feels Puerto Rican. Like he feels that same mm. kind of feeling on his island and our island. And I think because it was so close. Island. What about island? Colombia? Wait. What? <laughs> Aren't they landlocked? They're not landlocked. They're um Colombia is an island. That's why they're Latino. No, they're not, Sandy. They're in South America. They're not an island. They're not an island? No, they're not island, bro. They're they're next to Venezuela and Ecuador. They connect the Panama Canal, though. So it's Panama connects to Colombia, and Colombia is literally the first country in South America. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I understand what you're saying. Like, it's... Yeah. Yes. Oh my they're, gosh. they're still below. They're still above the uh, the line. Yeah. So that, like, right. well, half, half of the country is. The rest of the country is below the line. So half the country is above, and the half the country is below. Because they're next to Ecuador. Oh my God! Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, <laughs> you're right. Yes, correct. Geography, friends. <laughs> no, because I always, I always think of Colombia as separate. No, it's right there. Like when I, when I think of right Ecuador, I think South America. But I don't think of Colombia as South America. No, right next. But yes, it is. Um, but like our anyway, two countries are very <laughs> uh, similar, he says um and that's what he's like really he's like really excited to go to PR because he wants to feel how like similar we are probably feel the same Mm -hmm. reason but also see the differences yeah so um it's just so interesting which I hope they keep doing this like even if it's not Disney like I I want them to keep doing different areas because yes it might feel similar but then we people can learn the differences on top of that so I, exactly. they, I mean you know me I'm always praying for a Puerto Rican movie but <laughs> the day I die but, you could do like half half in New York and half in Puerto Rico and we'll still love it anyway <laughs> I know and that has nothing to do with Lin-Manuel I think that'd be great <laughs> please please give that which I, I told you, I predicted this last year. I told you they are making him a new Disney legend composer because now they give him his own movie to compose because he did Moana and then he's been doing everything else and they got Hamilton on Disney Plus, which is so funny. Yeah. I Disney Plus hat for the occasion. But anyway, <laughs> um, and then now they give him this movie. They're making him just like the legends who made, you know, Little Mermaid and the Beauty and the Beast and all that yeah. stuff. So that way he becomes that. So he's going to become a new Disney legend. So like, even though I'm like, bro, go away he's not gonna be going away 
sadly. He's not going to be going away. Oh, of course not. And he's also like the token Spanish guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he he's like the he token one. That's, yeah. That's what I put it, that, which I think is so funny that they picked him to compose the Colombian movie. Because, like, it they could have picked a Colombian composer and they chose Lin Manuel. Or, like, uh, um, even someone to just write the, the, the lyrics. They didn't yeah. have to be. But, me. you know. It'll bother me until forever. But it wasn't like the songs were bad. Like it. It's just, it's yeah. Like, but, the songs yeah. weren't bad at all. I just, mm, you, I like you wish that for a Colombian movie that they would have tried to do a little more research and try to find people because there's tons of people I'm sure that would have loved that opportunity and that's what I thought about the music when I when I watched it originally because I do I some of the songs I did not like and some of the songs I was like oh my god that's like, wow, so, like, so yeah. yeah that's why so that for me I I do wish they I wish they had gotten somebody else because like he didn't mm-hmm. really need to to be there like Moana no he did not well, why did they took him because they wanted his style, the rapping and the whatever. So and yeah, whatever. okay, nothing, nothing to do with that culture of that movie at all. He did like one or two mm-hmm. songs. He voiced like one character. Bam. Okay, this movie, I was like, why? What's the reason? Give me the reason. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still like, I'm still like that. Why? And it was literally probably for money, and because they want to make him a Disney legend. Like that's exactly what they're doing, and they want the money of it. Because, like you said, they advertise him like crazy. And even when I watched the movie in theaters. The first mm-hmm. thing you see is they do like a, oh, welcome to the movie. And it's him. And then like uh, John Leguizamo and, um, oh my God, I forgot her name who plays Mayor Bella. My girl from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Which also like, every time Lynn gets people, he brings them everywhere he goes. And she was in. Yes. Yeah. She it's was. Kind of like, it's kind of like what he does, which is great for him, but whatever. Um, Stephanie. Well, I mean, it's, it's great for the people. Oh yeah. They had like yeah. her and then they like had like a thing of like we went to Colombia to like look into the you know the history to make sure the movie's accurate, but like all they're showing in the thing was like the mountains. Oh <laughs> so they my. could make sure that they had the mountains correct. And I was like, that okay. I was like, okay, yeah. Well, thank you for that. Top hat. Oh. You did great. You yep. So that was fun. Oh. Did you? I'm I'm literally looking at the cast stuff, and they're talking about making Mirabel a princess. Interesting. Making her like a Disney princess, which I think is interesting. In court, like the Encanto, like fandom people. I don't know if we'll do that, but it is very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. They haven't introduced anyone new since Anna and Elsa, so they are very particular when they introduce people. Yeah. I know. Um, very, very. Particular. Oh, Moana. Sorry. Well, no, Moana came after. They introduced Moana. Moana was mm-hmm. the last one. Moana was last. Yeah, Moana is the last one um, so far. So, yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do that. It's not. That's an interesting thing to think about. I don't. I'm. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, again, you said that on... they're constantly changing what they perceive princess, yeah, princess to be, and like they did a whole campaign this year of like for dis for princesses, and the campaign was very interesting to watch because they want to push forward more of like the attributes of like mm-hmm. being courageous and being you know like smart and whatever, not relying and like how amazing the people are just by themselves. So you yeah, you could see them trying to change a little bit of like what they believe princesses to them, and they they kind of see them as warriors and see them as like strong, independent women and stuff. Even if their mm-hmm. original movies may not particularly depict that of them, so yeah. it's it's interesting to see what they're gonna do because there are other princes, other people that people have wanted to be princesses and that have never like people have still been trying to push Meg to be a princess from the beginning of that movie starting, and yeah. she never will be. So it's like it depends. They also might be saving it because technically, like Elena, isn't isn't in the lineup, and yeah, like she's there within Disney World, and she will be yeah. in the Princess Hall, and you will meet her in the Princess Hall. But is she in the uh, like 
the full lineup no but like when spanish heritage comes up like they they'd be like elena elena yeah so it it mm-hmm. they're very they're either saving it because they have a movie that they really want to do to introduce another like poc princess or yeah i don't know they're just changing their their shit because it doesn't work no i mean they really they tried it with elena they thought let's see how that goes and it did not go well because nobody knows the hell Elena is. But she's so like, fun to meet. Me and Sandy met her. She's so sweet. Yeah. She's really, I mean, like, she's nice or whatever, but, like, unless you're, like, a five-year-old that watches Disney Channel and watches her show, you have no idea who she is. Yeah, we didn't know so, who she was. Like, I, we knew, like, I was like, oh, she's on Disney Channel, but I'd never seen her. And we met yeah. her, and we were like, and then she was like, I'm going to come up there and bake some, what did she say she's going to make for us? I have no idea. Oh, she's so going to make some, some Spanish food for us. We were like, oh, yeah. Do it. I'm like, oh wow. Never never thought we'd hear that in Disney World. So like that was fun. But Mia Mira Bella is in Disneyland. You can meet her. She looks cool. Oh, that's cool. Is she a real person or is she a thingy? Yeah, she's a person. They actually oh, pretty good. Well. They've been like Disneyland's been on it. Like every time a movie comes out, like that person's there, like immediately. Um, but only Disneyland, never yeah. Disney World. Disney World is um won't do that, you know. Yeah, no, they will not. So, but let's read some of the opinions ah. that you got yes yeah, so i did a poll as i was rewatching today but i've also been hearing mixed opinions so just in general the first poll i did was like did you guys like the movie i had like 10 people say yes and six people say like eh. um mm-hmm. demographically wise it was very mixed so that was interesting as well to see like it wasn't just like people who didn't relate saying eh. it was like people who wouldn't relate anyway that doesn't make does that make sense yeah it doesn't make sense yeah um and then I did like a a separate one where I was like okay give me give me your opinions like like message them so um I had somebody say it was a cute movie but way too predictable and had major plot holes they didn't Hmm. elaborate anymore but I mean that was kind of like my first critique when I watched it was that it was very predictable got it somebody else said that the grandmother got off too easy what do you think about that I don't know. I think I don't, I think the reason they didn't punish her is the same reason you wouldn't punish your own grandmother. Yeah. If you confronted her about this and she admitted she was wrong, would you then be like, "Yeah, grandma, well, f you, because you suck." Like you. Yes, but I have trauma because of you. Yeah, like yes, you will confront her, and if she apologizes, she apologizes. I think the point though for me that Bella was that she shows that she's she's accepting it and she was able to see into her grandmother's past understand why she did what she did understand yeah. like why how that could happen to somebody and like that could happen to her too if she was in those shoes so I think that's yeah. also why she's not gonna like you know they're not gonna scold her and be like you caused me trauma for the rest of my life because they un- they understand that it, it she also wasn't perfect and she also exactly. fell into the pressure that she was creating for everybody so mm-hmm. no matter what it was you know family toxic yeah. doesn't mean the trauma wasn't real just means that you know we you you've like uncovered and also worked through it because i think sometimes it can like people are like oh she didn't get off easy because she hurt me and it's like right but the hurt already happened and now you have to like you can't hold that over someone for the rest of their life because then you're also holding it over yourself yeah, and then how are you ever going to move past it anyway? Yeah. All right, and then um, somebody from my college, her name is Dominique. She shared a really interesting one that I wanted to read. So she said, I really enjoyed it. As someone who is very um, white, past, bright, privileged, passing Latina, who struggled with having people identify her as Latina because people would say, I've never met a white Panamanian. This movie was really important for me. Seeing Louisa, who is someone I strongly identify with, look somewhat like me, what really fulfilling to my inner child who struggled to figure out in a Latina world. I'm not saying that I've struggled more than an Afro-Latina, but saying that like I have cousins as dark as her Theo Felix and Antonio, and I, I've seen other others look as light as Peppa. It was really beautiful to see this movie with other beautiful Latin Latino color skins having the beauty of Colombia and very similar Panamanian and Central American vibes. I'm not a fan of them one well, but the movie was really good, if not one of my favorites. Bruno's mental health and the reaction the family has toward him is something that was represented pretty accurately to a standard Latina culture. He came to his family yeah. for help, 
and they basically said he was a crazy crazy evil person and she said also being being also first generation american for my family i also felt mirabella's in her story the ending when they talk about coming to the new land to start new is something that was something that i heard my grandmother and mother talk about coming to this new country um, and she talked about how she's not really a fan of him, of Lynn, and how he just cares about the quantity and quantity meaning money rather than quality. Mm-hmm. Um, he still, she then she she advised to watch the movie in Spanish and feel how see how we feel, and um, yeah, so that's basically her opinion of it. I thought that was very interesting, and I was I was thanking her for sharing it because, like I said, I I just wanted to hear everyone's opinions on it. Very interesting. It is. So it's kind of similar to, you know, things that you were saying. And that was somebody else's reaction about loving the inclusion of it. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that uh, someone would think that Louisa is new. Do you know what I mean? Like her shade, her persona is new. I saw her as more white than you did. When you said that, I, I actually saw her as pretty pale. Yeah, but pretty pale Latinas are standard and normal. If you watch any telenovela ever, the only black or person darker than you, Jen, is amazing. what you're saying. Like, and, and, you know what I mean? Like, so I thought, I think, I always think it's interesting that like, because there really is no Afro-Latinx representation anywhere. Um, not saying that, like, that's her opinion, that's great, um, but as someone who is not her stage and rarely sees people who have the exact experience that I have, because I'm significantly darker than, I mean, I'm not as dark as Antonia was or Felix, but I'm definitely not Melissa's shade, not even close, um, and so that in itself is something that like, I know a lot of people like me who are Latino Latina would look at Luisa and go, yeah, but she's, she's everywhere. Luisa's exists everywhere. Mirabel's exists everywhere. Um, and it's like the, the, uh, the Antonio's and the Felix's that you're like, whoa. But I think that's just because, I mean, objectively, yes, but also my own experience kind of fuels that like I see that because it's not me whereas like I'm sure she sees people who look like me and goes well I've seen a lot of you now I'm looking for me because you don't it also see could be like what yourself. she sees in life rather than what she ends up experiencing in life where people not believe yeah. her like she said because even though yeah. everyone could see it like we all see it, it like on the media doesn't mean that when it happens in your life people actually truly believe that you are that if that makes sense exactly when it's actually person. So mm-hmm. I, I understand. I understand what she was saying. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just interesting that that would be like a, a, a different perspective of looking at someone I'm like you. seeing it all together too. So I, I understand that too. Because mm-hmm. you can see your family, really. Yeah. And what people mm-hmm. don't see because they judge you right away. So they judge exactly. you that that's not what your experience is. But you're like, well, that's my family. Exactly. Yeah. I see how it could, it could fit that as well. Interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Interesting yeah. To talk about. I want to see everyone's oh, opinion. To... Everyone else watch it. Let me know what you think. Oh, I would love to hear other opinions. Because there's so much to unpack. There really is. Like, especially with Oscars. Yeah. I mean, like, really, I mean, it's not going to do anything. I don't think it's going to do any numbers. Like, well, it's getting nominated. Realm. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Um, but everything they made this year is. So I'm like, what the fuck is going to win? I literally was oh, like, yeah. what's going to win? Because every animation I've been seeing has been nominated. Luca got nominated. Raya got nominated. Because Raya's the beginning of the year, remember? And I was like, oh my God. I oh yeah, that's a long time ago. Gato got nominated. Like everything they've been making, because I mean, they've been making like decently good stuff. It's been yeah. nominated. So it's like, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what's going to, like what's actually going to win at this point. Because yeah. for best, especially for best animation, because I'm just like, I, I really don't know. Like they're going to bring something home. But now- which is kind of exciting for me because like, yeah, they always bring something home and like you expect them to win. But I'm excited yeah. to see because they have so many of these like nominations going on. Like, 
which one's gonna win like which one of them yeah. is gonna win and then it's like a, a competition within themselves <laughs> mm-hmm. very funny huh okay i mean i it's not I mean, it was a good movie i just don't expect it to like do well they got nine annie awards including best animated picture wow so did like everything else so again interesting again it's gonna be it's just gonna be it's gonna be very interesting when it comes to light which i'm still waiting for i can't wait for these nominations to come out yeah wow okay uh, you know oh. a movie that did do bad for them though recently what i said sorry unless i saw did terrible oh i heard West Side Story was it so bad in the freaking joy. it did so bad in theaters like they lost so much money why are we making this movie nobody why went. is this happening nobody went literally nobody went to see it hell no i went to a, a jazz concert for uh my boyfriend's brother he's a jazz musician saxophone patrick gannon if you guys want to go check him out i'm sure he would love that um he was playing and one of the drummers in the he was an opening act and then we had the main act and her drummer was one of the people they consulted for west side story the movie because he was in the original west side story i forget his name now um but he's like from new york he's some kind of spanish i just don't remember what he said um and he was like really integral for the music and stuff for the original West Side Story. And then he was consulted for the new one. <laughs> she said, has anyone seen it? Not a single person raised their hand. And I was like, how embarrassing. That's so embarrassing for his I life and his soul. Because A, you were in the original West Side Story. Ouch. And number two, like nobody has seen it. Yeah. And nobody's seen it. Yeah, Nicole saw That's it. Just... And she said that she fell asleep in the beginning. Yeah, nice. That's a great setup for me to be like, I don't want to watch it. I'm not paying for that. I'm gonna wait till it comes Ooh. on Disney Plus. I'm assuming it's on Disney Plus. And then when yeah. it does, I'll critique it with my glass of wine and be like, ha ha ha, and be like, this movie sucks. That is a movie we need to talk about when it when we both watch it because, Lord, I can I. Oh, that movie is just too much for me. Too many bad things. Yeah, it did and, not. It did not do well. Which, like, that's saying something because you know, I mean, also like well, release date. Why would you release it like a week before you release your other biggest movie? Because they think yeah. that other movies would be better anyway. So that's fine. But also, like, in in the way know. that the world is going right now, did you really think that West Side Story was going to do well? Also, like, With, like Aunt every Aguilar, who has so many yeah. like sexual assault and all these exactly. things against him right now. Yeah. And also the fact that him. like, you know, everybody is starting to realize like you can't represent people that way. Yeah. You can't represent a group of people that way. And even Spielberg was like, oh yeah, apparently he didn't put subtitles for when the people spoke Spanish because yes, he felt that that did a disservice to the people who know Spanish and the Puerto Ricans who are going to watch it. And it's like, Okay, yeah, and that's and that's another reason why, like the language, man, it doesn't matter when it comes to the actual substance of the the shit. Because, yeah, he took the subtitles out, but the, the movie's racist in all other ways. So, like, yeah, he, the Spanish is there, but so is also the stereotypes and the racism and the general premise of white people fighting Puerto Ricans in New York. Like that just white male saving her. And her having to ah. with him for her to save her mm-hmm. from her from her population. Yeah. Like yikes. Yep. Ah. Yikes. The biggest eye roll. Sandy just made the biggest eye roll. I wish I could record that. You literally made the <laughs> biggest eye roll. Your eyes went back into your head and came back out. <laughs> it's it's just like a lot, especially now. Like right now, a lot. And I'm glad nobody went. Yeah, me too. I'm really glad that nobody went. I'm glad it made no money. I'm sorry for the real Hispanics and Latinos that are in the movie. That did probably an amazing job. And I'm sure it hurts that people didn't see it. But like you also have to understand what you said that like yeah, like you you know what you were put into. And I think that's hard as a performer to to 
especially if you're picking and choosing yeah like you have to like it's good money and they're trying their best to make it more modern so like as a Puerto Rican if I was a dancer in it I, I would feel very apprehensive about being in the movie I would probably do it but I would just be like yikes also the example of the with what you're saying with the, the main lead Rachel um you know she, this is her first big project like how are you not going to take that and then yeah. because she was in this movie they now you know she's known and she was cast for Snow White like we talked about last episode so it's like mm-hmm. you know things lead you to other things so it's like as an actor it's like what if you just didn't take that role and like what if you miss your opportunity even though the movie sucks, exactly then it's like how much of your own personal do you give away for that because of that and your own personal opinion that's something a project you're a part of it's very yeah. very very tricky tricky situation for things like that and I think it's it's uh so refreshing to be able to critique Encanto but critique it on like music choice you know what I mean? Like, not <laughs> racism. It's yes, like, it is. Go, yeah, I, I didn't like that Especially song. on movies that we watched last year. Oh, my God. All the movies we watched, we're like, oh, my God. We had so much, so many, like, deep racism and community and, and thoughts. And then today we were just like, I just didn't like how they picked Lynn for the music. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That was great. Well, no, I mean, not, not even, like, like, the song. But, like, not even, like, I mean, I thought the movies last year, in terms of race, like, I think we should always talk about it, because no, you can't I, not talk just, about it, but, like, we were, like, that movie was so deeply racist that, like, you can't even enjoy it, and you, like, you, you can't not talk about how bad that is, Yeah. whereas, like, this is, like, we can talk about the nuances of uh, the Latina, Latino, Latinx experience without the blaring racism from the yeah. ridiculous director or whatever like we can like sit comfortably and be like wow they did a good job now let's take repeat critique tiny little things that yeah you know I, I agree you know it's, I mean? it's refreshing it is refreshing because <sighs> it's kind of like what we're looking for in the world yeah that's what yes. we want to push forward we want to critique it like a you know like a regular movie, movie. yeah regular movie yeah. which is like you know we're just critiquing this movie because we want to mm-hmm. that's so nice yeah, like what is, you're right. what is the, the just the juxtaposition is just wild um and that podcast when we talk about West Side Story is gonna be crazy oh my God. I can I can already feel it Her blood boiling. just ca- like, just casting um, Ansel to begin with is like I liked was um uh I, they passed somewhere I knew like, what yeah like, be like oh my god we saw that restaurant once <laughs> We used to, fun fact, guys, me and Sandy used to live a couple blocks from the original high school that they used in the movie. Heck yeah, we did. In the Heights, it was really cool. 103rd Street, baby. East Harlem. We lived a few blocks from it, from from the first one. I don't know if they went back there. If they did, we'll be like, ah, we know that. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) I walked back there once. Like, we'll be like that. But otherwise, we'll probably be like, like, I'm so, I, that also, also always makes me feel really happy that we lived in Spanish Harlem yeah it was it was nice <laughs> it was nice um but yeah so that was Encanto guys please yeah. like give us your thoughts and please uh let us know what you think if you decide to watch it um yeah and also when we eventually talk about West Side Story I don't know if I want to encourage you to watch it because let's not give them the time of day but Still, they don't give us your thoughts. Time. Yeah, give us your thoughts because I'm sure everyone's seen the old one or knows about the old one. So, yeah. uh, or you've you seen know, it on Glee, at least. <laughs> yes, on, <laughs> on Glee. That's everyone's seen it on. They seen it on Glee when 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 Rachel was wasn't Rachel Maria something like that. Yeah, like I don't know. She was. was it? Like I don't remember. She was like a main thing in the in it, and I, I don't oh. know. I forgot. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what, you know it. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for listening today. We'll be able to come back uh, to the next episode, and thank you guys for you know liking us, subscribing to us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. So this is underscore podcast, and Mm -hmm. yeah, we will see you guys in the next one. Yes, and happy new year, happy new year, happy holidays. If 
uh, we don't end up recording something else before the new year. Happy New Year. And, uh, you know, we'll see you guys on the flip side. 2022. Bye, guys. Bye.